Community Radio. All your friends are doing it. 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 Best frequencies forever. Get up your rebels at your own discretion and crank that treble for your new obsession. It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session. Come on everybody. Satchmo getting ready to beat out this mellow sermon for you. My text this evening is when the saints go marching in. Here come Brother Hickenbottom down the aisle with his trombone. Blow it, boy. Good morning, Elisa. How are you doing? I am good. I'm good. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning in Nashville. 
yeah, just barely got another 10 minutes to go, right? And then it's uh, the afternoon. Oh, yes, yes. How is. is the weather in Nashville this time of year? Is it like a aut- autumnal? It is, yeah. It's lovely. That's um, nice. We have a really nice autumn here, but it is, it's very dependent on the year. Some years it's very short. Uh, yeah. This year it's been really nice. So thank, thank yeah. you for saying autumn as well. I do appreciate that. That's, yeah. Uh, do, <laughs> is that now? Do people not say that? Well, no, because often you hear fall, right? And then over, like whenever I say autumn, I mean, I guess you can use them both interchangeably. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Does yeah. That's true. I like the word autumn more. It's a nice word, especially autumnal. What a great word. Autumnal. It yeah. is. How is it in Oakland? It's it's actually the first day of kind of rain and drizzle. Oh. It's quite miserable here today, but I think it, the oh, sun's no. never far away in Oakland. Right. It'll come That's out true. soon. That's why we love living here. Yep. Yeah. Are you um That's how true. is how is your hangover uh scale on a scale of one to ten <laughs> today? You know, I didn't actually drink last night. Uh, so that's good. I, I think I'm more hangover, like, um, just tired. Yeah. You know, like once you get into your thirties, sleep becomes a lot more, <laughs> more challenging. <laughs> you gotta go for that eight hour milestone every night. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's this is good. Practice what you preach, right? It's yeah. important to get sleep. It is. It is. What but... is your average in that case? I'll change the question. What is your average nightly sleep? Um, oh man, it's not eight hours. I wish it dream, was. Right? Yeah. I wish it was. Same. I don't think I've had a solid eight in a, lo- a long time. Yeah. Uh, maybe like seven or six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sound pretty busy in Nashville. So last time we spoke was the hunt. We were just talking about former shows, everybody. And last time we spoke was um, about 181 shows ago which is a shit ton of shows ago yeah. in uh, 2017. And then bon- uh, Bonnie, as she was called then, Bonnie Sun, uh, was, uh, you played on my um, 40th show as well back in 2014. So this is your third appearance on the Hangover Sessions. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm yeah. so glad you reached out. So much I'm has so... changed since, since I you, know. you know, last you were on the last show even, right? Because you were in SF then, I think. And yeah. now you're based in Nashville. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. very much into the music scene there right doing your regular live mm-hmm. you did that you did a I think you did a, like a caravan camper van live thing are you still doing that as well I'm not doing that I did that, that pandemic yeah <laughs> that well it it living in the RV was a pre-pandemic thing and then the pandemic hit and then I still had the RV so it was parked in the driveway. And so I stayed, I kept doing with the weekly, a weekly like cover live yeah, cover video. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And you decided crazy. to put that one to bed for like real life performances or like what's the. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I haven't really kept up with the weekly videos as much. Um, that was something because I lived in that RV between 2018 and 2019 Mm -hmm. um and I was didn't you know I was very lucky that me and my ex-partner we didn't have a a job we were just touring and so I had more time to just like every week I had this I did the cover session every week and I could learn a new have time to learn a new song and um 
but I think it's been tough to keep that momentum, but I still post yeah. a lot. It's usually just like pieces of covers mm-hmm. because, uh, TikTok is, you know, the attention I mean, span is limited these days. It sure is. Humans. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, but mine's I changed wanna... a lot as well. Like, I, I yeah. can't even read a book anymore. It's tough. <laughs> like, I can write an email until the cows come home, but I can't read a book anymore. It's yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Isn't it? And it reading, is. I think that's what the problem is. I think I read so much. I don't want to say shit because it's not all shit. Like some of it's amazing. <laughs> but I read so much stuff on the internet that now mm-hmm. I don't have time to read a book because my mind yeah. has changed. I think our yeah. minds have altered a little bit, right? Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interject. Have. No, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's 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 wild how much social media has uh, has shifted. Yeah. Like the music industry and just like, in just your your music and your art and your brand and all yeah. of that but um but yeah hopefully maybe some at some point because after the rv it was called so it, the weekly thing i did was called motorhome music monday and then and then we sold the rv so then and then the pandemic hit so it was like i we were all in our rooms so i just yeah. called it i started calling it music room monday so yeah. every like every week I would do, um, I would sometimes have guests on and and it would be like in the COVID times, like the virtual kind yeah, of collaboration. you did a great job of that. I love the, you've got one video that we're going to play a bit later where you did this, there's two of you in the same oh, session. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? There's two, there's two listeners, yeah. what's going on? How did they do that? <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is great. So, um, yeah, let's get one of your first songs on because we've got plenty to get through here. So we yeah. get, should we start with Pond Diggity? <laughs> well, yeah, that one's actually the most hot. recent. Okay. The most recent one. Uh, that one is just from last year. My friend Dan Wilson, who still lives in San Francisco, yeah. he just got married and he was my sax player. And he asked me to sing that song. We used to perform it with my old band in San Francisco a lot. So It just yeah. looks like you're having a really fucking good time. It was such a fun wedding. That's Dan on the <laughs> I was a wedding. Nice. It was a wedding, yeah. So Dan got married and uh, he's got that Barry nice. sax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. So, you, and you were the wedding singer or, sorry, I, I would think I was trying to load something while you were saying it. So what's the preface for this particular song? It's <clears throat> at a wedding. You were the wedding singer. and uh... So I, um, I just performed this song. Um, and it was Dan's wedding. It was, okay. uh, and um, the Fell Swoop, who is a Bay Area band. Have you ever had them on? I mean, that's a great name for a band right there. No. Yeah. So we yeah. I must get in touch. I'll, let me write that down. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're great. The Fell Swoop. Um, and they're a great funk band. So they did, they were the the main like wedding band. Um, okay. And then I just did like this guest, guest appearance song. Nice. <laughs> Lovely yeah. stuff. And this is in Nashville? This No, this was in the Bay Area. Oh, you said, um, sorry. So lovely they venue. Got, it's, yeah, it was out in, uh, Petal, I want to say Petaluma or Santa Rosa. Maybe yeah, it was Petaluma. Looks amazing. Yeah. This guy looks like he's having a really good time as well. <laughs> yes, that's Mark. He's the singer of uh, The Fell Swoop. Nice. All right, <laughs> let's get this on. So this is Pond Diggity, which is a take on No Diggity. And no Diggity mis- and Pony. Yeah. Wow. 
All right, let's, without further ado. We want to be your BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies Streaming with my besties. It's wondrous. It's wondrous. <laughs>
some noise for Jan and Elisa. BFF.FM. Well, that looked like a lot of fun. It was uh, so much fun. What a wedding. So this was a yes. friend's wedding. I'm sorry if I'm asking the same questions, but so this was a friend's wedding or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this nice. was my. Made a cameo. Yeah, my friend Dan, who's playing the saxophone. It was his wedding. Yeah. So um, it was so much fun. So much fun. Cool. It looks like it. Yeah. Do you do a lot? Do you get signed up to a lot of um, friends' weddings? Because you have this wonderful voice and wonderful talent. <laughs> do they ask you to play oh, at, at weddings a lot? I have been asked a couple times. Um, yeah. But yeah, not not like a ton. But I've also I also honestly haven't been to a ton of weddings yet. Like at least not yet. Um, that era is it, coming. Yes, <laughs> I think I think it's like. Yeah, it'll probably all happen around the same time. But I have, I actually went and I sang for my friend Skylar's wedding back in 2019. And they got married out in like, um, in the Bay Area, uh, like near what's past Pacifica? Is it Pacifica? Uh, like Half Moon Bay? The, yeah, that area, like yeah. in the woods. It was gorgeous. Yeah, um, I loved it down there, isn't it? So it was great. I got to perform there like her, uh, as she was walking down the aisle. Um, and then as like, and then like their happy hour, happy hour cocktails kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. It's always it's nice fun. to play early at a wedding. I've whenever I've played, cause I, you know, I was a musician back in the yeah. day, a bit more of a DJ these days, but it was always nice to play earlier. So then you could enjoy the party, <laughs> yes. the party later on. Otherwise, it's you've got so to stay sober while everyone else is getting drunk. And there's nothing worse than being sober while everyone else is drunk and you want to just be with them, you know? Yes, exactly. Or it actually can be the other way around. Like I went to a night out on Friday and I was the only one that was sober at like a poker night thing we did. And just yeah. watching everybody get steadily more drunk was, you know, I was like, I'm really glad I'm not drunk tonight. Yeah. The first time I've ever felt like that. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So watching a show, third party kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So what took you to Nashville? I guess that's in, in a way a silly question because Nashville is such a good music scene and all that. But what was the yeah. what led you to be in Nashville now for, for all these years? Four and a half years, you said? Yeah, four years. I think it's almost to the day because I moved here in October of 2019. Happy uh, Nashville anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, I think... Um, well, it was, you know, I spent I spent the year between 20, 2018 and 2019 in, in the RV. And I think that year was like a very big, obviously a big year of, of just yeah. being able to see the whole country and, and some of Canada. And kind of, um, I, I was at a point in my life where I was ready to leave the Bay Area, but I wasn't really sure where to go. Um, so I felt like it was kind of scoping out different cities and seeing like, this is a really cool city and I, or I could see myself, you know, staying here. Mm -hmm. So Nashville felt like it had a really nice combination of like, it was a city, but it wasn't too big. It was a good music scene. The people were always so nice. Um, and uh, it was relatively affordable. It's, I mean, it's, it's yeah. getting more expensive, but it's still more affordable than California. Uh, so that was kind of what brought me here. Um, 
but I definitely, it hasn't been easy, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. with the pandemic. Um, I couldn't have, ne- I could have never, you know, none of us could have expected that. So having just moved there, right. I mean, you don't even having, know what six months or something. Yep. So I had just that. moved. Yeah. Not even that. And I was just like, you know, I spent those first six months or so, like really networking and trying to get under, like get into the scene, but then yeah, the pandemic hit. Um, so yeah, it's, I've definitely, especially every winter, <laughs> I get the seasonal depression here and yeah. I'm just, and then I'm always just like, I'm going back to California. I'm, I, don't know, I don't know why I live here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, and I, and especially living in the South is such a culture shock. And I still like have days where I'm just like, why do I live here? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, there's just certain things about living in a very, uh, conservative state, um, that can be really jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nashville is such a progressive city. It's such a blue city that I forget sometimes that I live in such yeah. a kind of, yeah. So it's, it's been interesting. It's been interesting. Yeah. And is it true that there are like jam sessions all over the place and things like that? Cause I've heard that people just, you know, you meet people on the street and like, do you want to jam? Yeah. Like, is that, is that yeah. really the case? Like, I've heard people say, tell me that sounds yeah. like it's such a good network and yeah, community yes. of musicians, right? Yes. So it's, it's a really nice community because there are, you know, there's just so many players and so many talented people. Um, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of jam sessions that happen and a lot of, uh, co-writing. Um, so I think that was something that was interesting when I first moved here, like people say, you know, let's write together. Um, like just like as if it's like you know as if you're just hanging out it's just yeah. very normal to say that like a social um, uh, a social norm <laughs> yeah That's really yeah cool. yeah so nice and then going back to the like tiktok stuff you're very good on like i'm I, i'm not on tiktok but like on instagram stories you have all these lovely little snippets of songs <laughs> so and how is the engagement there like tiktok is you know a whole nother thing right but i guess it's a bit like instagram stories in a way is that a good way yeah. to get by as a musician to get your music out there, generally speaking, do you find? Or is that the most engaging yeah. way? Well, um, I in my experience, TikTok, I well, I honest, I don't even know how to do the the, the things that people do on TikTok. Some of the things <laughs> that people do. Uh, what? You could just spend all day on it, right? Like it's ridiculous yeah. how, well, how engaging yeah. it is with. Uh from a viewer's perspective yeah and the things that the way that people make tiktoks like i don't know how to do a lot of the the editing and the the creative part of it not i i I just mostly just get a piece of me playing a song um or i can like i know how to do like the text on it but that's it yeah (laughs) um i don't know how to do like really creative funny things so but i think in my experience people have new fans and new people have found me through TikTok. That's nice. new, new people have not found me through Instagram. Like Instagram is like not where you get new fans in, in from what I've found. Yeah. It's more like people you already know, or maybe like networking. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And, and it's so weird and so dependent on like the algorithm and you know there's certain posts you'll see of other people that you might never 
or people might see your stuff or not someone else. And it's just, there's just so much out there. It's like, yeah, just so overwhelming. (laughs) Gajillions of people on there as well. Yeah, that's cool. And you do when you do the the recordings, you normally do like snippets of songs rather than the whole song, right? You just do like a little block of it kind of thing. Yeah, 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 that's fun. Usually, it's less 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 intense that way, I guess, as well. You can just do like a thirty second piece or whatever. What's the what's the Mm -hmm. optimal like length for a for a video? Is it like thirty seconds? What's the attention span these days? I know. I think it's like it's like less than thirty seconds. Like um. Well, you know, I did get an unsolicited feedback comment recently on a TikTok from someone where they were like, uh, they said, what did they say? They were like, the first the first three seconds or four seconds is where someone will either decide engage. to engage wow. or not. So that's like, you have to make the first three seconds, like <laughs> get someone in there immediately. And if not, like they're going to keep swiping. They'll wow. miss you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy. So yeah <laughs> it's like an extreme dating app or something like that <laughs> yeah that's true it is it is like Amazing. dating <laughs> well it's cool that you're on there I mean I feel like I'm missing out on an audience by not doing it so I have to try and get into it but I'm, I'm I've just yeah. I left Twitter for obvious reasons um yes a year or two ago so yeah. I'm wondering if I should replace it with like something else but TikTok seems like a whole new world that I'm not sure if I'm ready for yeah My well Yeah, it's overwhelming. I remember when I first started, I mean, before COVID, I I didn't start even getting on it until like COVID and when I was had nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my sense. But you can you can get on there and just all you could all you would have to do is just post old uh, or, or, you know, new, or even a piece of audio, this and just audio post bits. it. Yeah, audio spots can be good. I often think about doing that. Yeah. People will just find you. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's get, uh, well, we talk about some of your new music in a bit, because that's important. Yeah. I know you're very prolific with your songs and live performances, but let's start mm-hmm. with your first two playlist songs. So we're going to yes. do uh, Claire de Lune and a, a, a different take on it, as, as I understand it, by Kamazi yeah. Washington. And then I'm not going to try and say this, uh, a song by Natalia La Forcade and Los Macarinos. I'll let you introduce the songs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why would you uh, the, take these to your deserted island <laughs> yeah well um I was trying to think of ones that are uh maybe not too repetitive like because that would even though they would all if I was just stuck with one song I think no matter what it will drive me crazy yeah you know, yeah, but instrumental, well like Claire de Lune, this take is just so incredible. Like yeah. the way that he arranged it and, and it's like a jazz band and this beautiful, just the way it builds. Um, and then Natalia 11 minutes as well. That's a marathon. It's long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be a good desert island song. Cause it's yeah, for sure. plenty of time, but, um, yeah, Natalia Lafourcade is one of my favorite She's singers. Um, and just the song itself, the song uh, Soledad y el Mar is um, lo, uh, Solitude and the Ocean. Oh, so nice. um, it's just very like dreamy and relaxing. And I love I love Latin music and uh, music that makes me feel like I'm on a beach. Yeah. So that's kind of how this song feels. Yeah. Very, very good for the setting that you'll be in. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's get these two on then. So we've got Claire de Lune and Kamazi Washington. 
and then Soledad El Mar um, with Natalia Lafourcade. Yeah. Thank you. What's up, friends? This is indie rock nerd Megan Slankard. I don't know about you, but three of my most favorite things are YouTube videos of goats on skateboards, tiny succulents with googly eyes, and listening to DJ Webble's Hangover Sessions. New episodes available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever.
despidiendo últimamente todo lo que sucedió. Hoy saludo mi presente y gusto de este dulce adiós. Voy a navegar en tu puerto azul, quisiera saber de dónde vienes tú. Vamos a dejar que el tiempo pare, ver nuestros recuerdos en los mares y esta soledad tan profunda que en el canto de las olas me quisiera forever hangover sessions and dj webbles with tim marco all right wondrous i don't know if i used the word wondrous when you were on my last show i love that word yeah it's a favorite (laughs) word of the hangover sessions i tend to use it like if i if i hear a song that i really like i tend to use it a lot and in the end, I probably use it like 20 times in a show. <laughs> <laughs> wondrous. That was really wondrous. That was lovely <laughs> stuff. I've, I don't think I've heard of, um, I think I might have heard of Natalia, but I'm definitely going to start following her as well because she's. It's uh, beautiful. It's yeah. very soulful. And then also Claire de Lune before that, Kamazi Washington version, 11 minute mm-hmm. version. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing at the moment? What are your, what are your current like musical adventures? Are you doing. You're doing a lot of live stuff, but you're working towards a new album, as I understand it. Yes, yes. So I'm, uh, I am working on an, I have been working on an album 
for like over two years. Um, and it, you know, it was, it's been a labor of love. Uh, and it started out as an EP. Um, it was just going to be like four or five songs. And I was just going to, you know, actually probably two years ago, I was like, I'm just going to do like this EP. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to, uh, you know, like have really good Nashville players on it. And then I'm going to go back to California. <laughs> like that was what I was thinking two years ago, I think. Uh, but then I think the more time I spent here, the more I thought about it and I, I wanted it to be longer. I was, I, I was trying to get the nerve to run another, I, I did a Kickstarter back in 2016 for yes. my first, yeah, my I was very first. About that. I remember so, that. so I was like, if I want to do an album album, I am going to need some funds uh, and I was afraid to do another, another crowdfunding campaign because it's not fun. It's not fun to ask for money. It's, it's yeah. scary. Uh, and especially since it would be my second time doing it, I was like, Oh, I don't think anyone's going to support it. It's a lot of space between though, right? It's not like it's like you it did was, it a year ago. <laughs> yes. It was a lot of space. So it was, you know, it was like five, five years um, so, and I also used a different platform called I fund women, which is like a little more, um, you know, I think, well, it's, it's not like Kickstarter because you still will get the funds if you get the money, whereas Kickstarter, you don't get it unless you hit the goal. Yeah. Um, so I used I fund women and then I had a lot of support. And so we actually ended up making like I hit my goal in like four days, which was $10,000. Wow. And then I raised the goal to 15,000. And so I raised 15,000, um, which is fabulous. And I was just like, I was in shock that it happened so fast. Um, and it felt really nice. And a lot of the contributors are like Nashville people that I've met. And so it just, it shows like the community and the, yeah. the connections that I've built here. And um, and in the Bay area and a lot of that too. So anyway, it was kind of like, it was kind of like the support I needed to like yeah. move forward with a, another album. So instead of just like a four or five track EP, it's, it's a more, you know, it's, it's still just eight songs, but it's, um, it's, it's, it's very, it's got a really great uh, sound and like the production behind it has been really good. Mm -hmm. And the most exciting thing is that I'm getting vinyl pressed for it. Oh. So that's nice. been like a dream of mine forever. And Piper, remember, do you know Piper Payne? I do know Piper Payne. Yes. Piper moved out here. No way. <laughs> and she started a record pressing oh, a vinyl pressing plant. So we're working together, which is like very full circle moment. Um, so that's super exciting. So that's awesome. How is I've, Piper? Oh my God. Piper so is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Um, and yeah, the, the new record plant that she has is it's kind of a little further out. It's like, it's not in Nashville, but yeah, it's pretty close. Um, so she's doing good. Yeah. Let me know when, if you can send any over here, cause I can get some in a record shop called open mind music. Okay. In, uh, Rockridge is a friend of mine from the KXSF days. Okay. I Henry would love Winner. that. Yeah. So he can uh, hook, hook you up with him. He's, he's a lovely guy and he'll be happy. I'm sure he'll be happy to okay. promote your, your stuff as yeah. well. He loves, he loves any local kind of ground grassroots stuff. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. 
Nice. Cool. So you're yeah, you're busy. Busy with all the things and do the why don't you do it again? That's a great idea. I mean, I, I remember when you in 2016 with Kickstarter, that really kind of kickstarted your <laughs> music career, right? It really, I mean, because it was incredible. Like, I remember you got you hit the goal and yeah, you, you did uh, you did you had like a music video, I think, that you were trying to do and all that. So mm-hmm. you know, this was all since we last spoke, I feel like. I know. It's hard to yeah yeah and then I think yeah that first album came out and it and I feel like it was just a really good if I think it was received really well and I felt I felt really good to have that out there and then I met my my band the like Bay Area band that I'm that I kind of got more where we like built another EP that I released and then that came out in like 2018 and then that was like a lot more low budget, but we got really, really lucky with like, we were able to record, um, on our own and it sounded great. So, um, and then, yeah. And then coming out here, having a band, as you know, is always, it can be challenging, especially yeah. as you get older, people start having kids or people like, you know, schedules change and, yeah. um, Nashville's been I was very lucky in the Bay Area. I had like a really great group of guys that were very supportive and like um, committed to the music. And I think in Nashville, it's a little harder to find a good band. Obviously, everybody wants to get paid, which is very right, which is fair valid. Enough. Yeah. Um, but it's harder to to like. Uh, it's kind of like p- the players are going to go with whoever pays the most, no matter what kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of just about their job and, and, um, but it's just kind of a different environment, I guess. Yeah. I'd like to talk to you about the, um, you know, the getting paid side of things and how, how the dynamics changed considerably in the last 10, 20 years. Right. You know, in terms of streaming and stuff. So we'll talk about that in a bit, but let's get some of your newer songs on. I think these two are unreleased uh, you mentioned so we've got stupid little things and who who knew who knew yes who uh, knew <laughs> <laughs> so these are these are two songs that are, are going to be on your new album is that is that right yeah yeah so who knew is actually i think it will be out by the time you release this because it's out on the 27th yes um but it'll just have been released 29th um, is when this show so it, it literally got released two days ago Lisa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Wow. It has a million streams already. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I nice. could have never dreamed. <laughs> it's going to be a busy week for you. Lots of TikToking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. And so that's you new. And then we've also got, um, we'll put them two, two, two together because we just talked about your new album. Stupid Little Things is the other one from the. Yes. Yes. So that one will probably be out in December. Um, nice. Okay, yeah, I'll that's probably one of my favorite ones on the album, I think. Nice. All right, let's get these two on. These are both by Elisa Sun. And mm-hmm. this is with is this with your band? How many how many folks yeah. are on this on these records? Like what's the what's the dealio? Yeah, so the instrumentation on these is the it's a band. Um, but I would say there's a little more production value to these than some of my other stuff. Like there's just more stuff that we more instruments that we added on top than maybe some of my other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very similar feel, like a live band kind of feel. Nice. Yeah. And have you played them, had a chance to play them live before we play them? 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yes, I have been. I mean, honestly, now, but like the I said, out there. we, yeah, yeah, we've been, I've been playing shows in Nashville and performing these songs. So I'm, I'm used to performing them live now. Um, but no, I haven't released them out in, on Spotify or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice part of like releasing new songs. You can get, see what the audience reaction is, right? That's yeah. the yes. evolution of the song in a way. And yes, exciting exactly. for you because like being able to play net new songs is, must be a, a real yeah. treat as well rather than the same old, you know, which, you know, yes. sometimes can be fun, the old favorites, but. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's get yeah. these on then. So we got, I'll do a uh, Hugh New, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. <laughs> First and then we'll do stupid little things, which are two uh, new unreleased songs, but one of them got released two days ago. So. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
This is Deucey Clips. I'm chilling with DJ Webbles. This is the Hangover Sessions. BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. That was lovely. So these, those were two new songs by Lisa Sun, um, and they're going to be coming out. When's the album coming out? So the official, actually, I don't have the official release date, but I'm sure, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be early February. 
2024. Exciting stuff, yeah. Yes. You heard it here yes. first. No, I'm joking. Yes. Yes. Nice. And that that's the further you knew came out um two days ago, which is exciting. Yeah. When yeah. And it got out. a million streams Amazing. already. Yeah, you've already gone viral. <laughs> already You're gone viral. Be accompanying Adele in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. And, uh, Yes, have you this have you been tempted to going to be worth millions of dollars <laughs> yeah, just before it took off <laughs> or just after as the case may be sorry not doing a good job of pretending here <laughs> have you been tempted to go and see Adele in Las Vegas apparently the tickets are like over a grand <laughs> no oh I didn't even know that yeah she's oh, renewing wow. she just she's doing one final tour between like January and June and wow. just she's like a constant resident like in that oh I had no idea moment. oh that would be cool but yeah it'd be fun to see yeah it? it's crazy how far people come to see her I mean she's brilliant don't get me have wrong, you seen her I've never seen her but I'm a big fan I'm yeah. a big fan of Adele she supports my soccer team back in the UK and she's from London and yeah she's, a, she's just a nice human being really yeah she seems you know, like a good a good person very focused on being independent making her own decisions about music and stuff so she's an inspiration in that sense as well right yeah like absolutely Taylor Swift or yeah whomever yeah cool all right so yeah let's talk quickly about the um side side of things getting paid just I'll always like to bring this up so like you know as a musician you've been around for several years now like you've probably seen the change although maybe you were as you know you were involved not involved I'm trying to say like you've 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 kind of been on the wave of like Spotify and things like that and how to make your own money out of your music like do you have any suggestions for musicians like listening? Like, how the hell do you make money from your own music? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough, right? It's very tough. Band camp. Do you have a band I mean, camp? I do have a band camp. Um, I don't promote it as much as I should, but because it is probably the best way to, I mean, not the best way, but it's better than Spotify or it's better than yeah. streaming. Um, you know, I think. A lot of the biggest things that have made me money were sync placements or li sync licensing. Oh. So music in uh, movies or TV shows. Um, right. So you've got into a few? You've been part of mu movies and TV shows? I have, yes. Nice. I've been, but a lot of that is about, is about your connections and, um, yeah, who you know. Um but a lot of it is also about um, doing your own research. Uh, and some people just cold email uh, music supervisors. So music supervisors are the people who pick the music for TV show and movies. So it's like a lot of it, you can find all that information online and you just you have to do a lot of digging and research and find names and network and, you know, um, that kind of thing and, and find people like that. Um, but then there's agencies and like music libraries that you can find nice. where, you know, either they'll, either you can like maybe apply to get a contract with them or, um, or they'll find you or, you know, you have to do the work of, of being proactive with that. Um, so, but you know, the, it, ha it's been a, a while since I've had a placement. I I'm, I'm signed with one, agency that that they they don't own the masters of my music or anything um like I still have full freedom mm -hmm. but um you know they have my my library and I have no control over uh 
them pitching my stuff. So, you know, it's their responsibility using their connections to uh, pitch a song Mm. of mine. So I have no idea if they're actually pushing for me or not. But, you know, two years ago ish, three years ago, I got an email that was like, hey, your song uh, uh, evening, it was called. Um, this show on the CW, it's called Kung Fu. Um, it's just like a silly action show. They were like, well, they want to put you in this show at nice. the, on this one scene. And it was like 500 bucks. You know, it's yeah. not like, it's not like I'm making a full living off of this kind of stuff, but that's yeah. probably the most money I've ever made from one song, you yeah, know, that's exciting. Um, yeah. and that's more than Spotify will ever you unless you're getting in the whole millions lifetime. of streams <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah that's really cool and then patreon patreon do you have a patreon i don't no, I'm but saying i that should seven start, times <laughs> i should start one i've thought about i've like i've actually like signed up with them before and like started making a page and then i was like i i just kind of chickened out because i'm just like I'm, I think I'm scared, but I, I should You're so engaged. It. Yeah. You're so engaged with your online audience. I feel like with TikTok and your lovely yeah. Instagram stories, you could do, you know, special Instagram stories just for the patrons and stuff like That's that. True. You know? That's true. Yeah. I should talk to someone too, that maybe and get some tips because I yeah. know it's a useful, a great platform for that. Yeah, I've so, had a lot of people. I don't know if you know Megan Slankard, but she's really good at. Um, oh yeah. What just if you just follow her, like you'll, you'll find all these kind of interesting okay. nuggets of uh, things. And then yeah. you know, she does like tea time on a Sunday and talks to all her patrons and stuff like That's that, cool. and just releases songs on Patreon alone that she doesn't release anywhere else, which is oh fun. oh I could do that. That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Like, like how how prolific are you these days? Like in terms of writing songs, are you? always writing new songs do you go through periods of like shit like how was it during the pandemic <laughs> well yeah the pandemic i think really kind of it was i was at one point i was doing like a songwriting challenge with like a group of friends um where every week we had to write a song and uh every week it was like we we would have three words that we would have to put in the song yeah so it was like um and one of the songs that's on the album is from that challenge. So it, it was really nice to kind of be forced to like, you know, with the lockdown when we were, when I was stuck with myself, I was kind of, a, I think I was pretty prolific. Yeah, um, that's good. Uh, and then, yeah, because I think when you're not forced yeah. to do it, you you have to show up uh, like so it's that's that's kind of the hardest thing but yeah in terms of writing in general lately I'm kind of like I'll just kind of go through periods I always have something like at least lately I've been starting things and not finishing them it'll just be like a little piece of something and you, um, you've recorded it or something or yeah my boy yeah. my voice memos is just like I have so much <laughs> stuff in there um <laughs> like just most of it is probably garbage, but, (laughs) um, but, and then actually last year, last, well, no, this year it was January. So like for new year, like a new year's resolution, I did a 30 day, write a song a day. Wow. And I, I've always wanted to do that. And I finally did it. And I can't, I can't believe I did it, but I did. I actually had to take a break because I got COVID for the second, second time. Uh, but but it was still like 30 days. Uh, 
song a day. A lot of them were not great, but some of them. Did any of them um, make it onto the onto the new no, album? No, no, because by the time I did that, that was you know that was relatively recent. It was yeah. So by that time, I think the album was like the songs were already chosen. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But next album, I'll, some of them might make it. Nice. <laughs> oh, congratulations for yeah. That. And also congratulations for the funding. I've got to say Thank that you. Thank Quite you. Stuff. All right, let's get your next two Deserted Island songs on. Leanne Le Havis. Yes. A favorite of mine too. Amazing voice. Also on your last playlist, uh, last she time you chose. Always, yes, she will always be my favorite. We need to look at the your OG playlist as well, because there was one from 2014, which might be interesting. Oh, we'll yeah. Uh, and then, there. yeah, we'll check it out. And then uh, Tchaikovsky and the Nutcracker. <laughs> I'm going to, I could say all the other things that are associated with this song, but I'm going to let you introduce it because you could probably do a better job than me. I don't want to mess it up. I don't know. That one, I kind of just like, I was just feeling that one when I put that yeah. on there because I just love the whole Nutcracker soundtrack. Um, and I was thinking of like some of my favorite classical songs or songs that are more instrumental. Um, yeah. And especially around Christmas, Christmas is pretty close so I was like thinking about how much I I just love I especially love the the uh snowflakes the waltz of the snowflakes like that part of the ballet is probably nice. my favorite have you seen um, the, you've seen the live production of um of the ballet? yes Lovely. yeah I saw it in San Francisco nice. um and then I saw it in Nashville actually um a couple or a year ago um so yeah and this one is um, Leanna Havis's recent, more recent album, right? Oh, I guess a recent. Is that her last album she brought out in 2020? Yeah. What's yeah, she doing? Leanne, get back to it. Come on. <laughs> we need more music from you. <laughs> Love Leanne. She lives in, she's from Walthamstow in London. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like got the, you know, she's got the most amazing voice. But then she talks like Amy Winehouse. She just sounds like so London. It's lovely. But you don't, that none of that, same with Adele. Like they all have these like very London accents, but then their voices just transcend. Yeah, how to describe it well, but you know what I mean. It's very <laughs> jarring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because sure. their voices are so like soft and sweet. And then they're like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Lovely. All right. So Green Papaya uh, by yes. Leanne Le Havas from the album, her self-titled Leanne Le Havas, which came out in yes. 2020. And then Tchaikovsky uh, from The Nutcracker. Let's get these two on. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Hi, this is Charlie, or Charlie Black if you're nasty, from Black Girl Joy. Thursdays at noon, and you're listening to BFF.FM.
Community Radio. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. All your friends are doing it. All right. You just heard um, Leanne Le Havas and Green Papaya. Was it hard to choose a Leanne Le Havas song? I mean, all her songs are wondrous, aren't they, in a way? Yes. All of her songs are so incredible. That, yeah. Especially that album. That whole album is just perfect. Um, I really like the weird fishes cover that she does yeah the radiohead one apparently that was the premise for the rest of the album once she did that she was like i want everything to sound a bit like this she i I heard an interview oh that's cool yeah it's such a beautiful rendition of that song and i think green papaya was like one of my favorite ones just because it's very like i don't know it's just really warm and i love how the bass comes in in the chorus with her and it's like a little more minimal Nice. Yeah. So what kind of theme are you going for with this new album? Like, have you got a theme or is it a kind of mishmash yeah. of songs? Like, how's it, how's it rolling in that sense? You know, that's it. I need to really be thinking about this because <laughs> it's like, it kind of, it, it definitely sounds cohesive. Um, all, but the, the songs themselves are a mishmash in terms of like when I wrote them, because a lot of the songs I wrote, you know, even most of the songs I think I probably wrote in the pandemic, like in lockdown. So that's 2020. That's like three years ago. Yeah. Um, but some of them I actually wrote like after a breakup that I, a large breakup that I had, um, which was like 2021. So it, I think this, the album is very much like a heartbreak album. <laughs> oh. um, but I think also what makes this album different is that a lot of the songs were co-writes, which is a very Nashville thing. Um, like a lot of the songs I wrote with other people. Yeah. So that's, that feels really cool because it feels like this is like a Nashville album. Um, nice. And was it but, different every song or like a couple of, you know, recurring collaborations and things like that that you, you did? Um most of them are different. I think nice. there's two songs that I have the same uh, co-writer on, which is one of my best friends here named Emily Rana. And uh, she helped me with like two of them. But then there's a couple in there that I I wrote, um, just me. And then like, but yeah, like uh, Who Knew, the one that I just, that just came out. Um, that one I actually wrote with a friend it's it's a very the it's a very break the song about like who knew fa- finding yourself would look like me kind of thing it's like a very specific breakup situation um uh but I wrote it with a friend who lives in Canada um and she it was her story so it's actually not about me but it's very breakup you know, it follows that theme. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so. nice. Well, even more reason to do a vinyl and get a big album sleeve because then you can fit all the, the credit exactly. notes. <laughs> yes, there's a lot. Yeah. Well, and right, because the other thing is for, uh, four of these songs, they were recorded in a studio with the band. So, nice. but the, but after the crowdfunding and I when I got more money, I added four more songs so with the other four it was so there's like three different drummers on this album 
there's like three different drummers, like two different guitar players. Like there's a lot of people that helped over the course of like a year and a half, Um, which is not bad, but it was like a long kind of like crazy process. Um, It was very different from how a lot of people record albums, which is like one weekend in a studio and you just like get it all, all the basics (laughs) done, right? Usually. Uh, But this was a lot more involved. Um, But I still think it turned out really, really nice. And what was the span of recording? Like we talking like a couple of years, like year and a half? Yeah, like a year and a half. Yeah, because there was there was one weekend that we did the basics of four of the songs. But then after that weekend, you know, it was like a long time of building on those songs and then starting new ones and then making the money to start new ones and then, you know, all of that. So it was, yeah, it was a process. It's eight tracks. Eight tracks. Mm -hmm. Cool. Looking forward to hearing it. February 2024, maybe. Yeah. 100% yet, but yeah. Yes. All right, let's get the talking of collaborations. You've done a stellar job of doing these amazing like online collabs over the last year, few years. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to play two songs back to back from your YouTubes. And they're both yeah. remote versions. Mm-hmm. And were these recorded mid pandemic? One was two years ago. So I guess that's kind of pandemic. I mean, I've, I've lost like the I've lost years like from the pandemic now Me too. 2021 was weirder than 2020 somehow yep. I don't know what that was like the disappearing year it so was. this this one chaos um is a remote version and the nice thing yeah. about these is that you've, you're you, I'm so curious how you recorded these like did you do them in separate bits like because it's hard to make it sound good you can't do a live song over zoom for example with your bandmates right right yeah that would be very very tricky. Very nice. <laughs> that would sound horrible. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, we did all separate. And then my, my other old bandmate, David, he is, I believe he mixed, mixed it all together. Um, nice. so he like took all the stems, mixed it, and then awesome. we all got video and just synced it. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, no, Nico mixed it. Nico mixed it. Okay. Nice. Nico's That's the chaos. bass player. Yeah. He lives in New York now. Oh, nice. Okay, and then we've got Lake Street Drive, which is a very similar vibe. Mm. I love how she's holding the microphone there. It's brilliant. Um, (laughs) And so this is the other version that was released two years ago. Kind of pandemic-y, right? Yeah. Similar setup. Similar, yeah. So you just all had like a one long like track like that you, you know, put together, put it together on, right? So you could listen and overlay it and stuff. Yep. Nice. And then make it look like it's live in the final video, which is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. When you're doing when you're doing the just one last question here. When you're doing the recording of the video, like are you seeing the other people or are you literally doing it like on your own? And no, it was just on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you do it on your own and then you send it to whoever's gonna put it up. Yeah. Yeah, I like how that (laughs) seems to work the best, doesn't it? I've seen like a a couple of my favorite bands have done it that way as well. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Well, this is uh, Chaos, the remote version, released three years ago. Uh, Music Room Monday that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And then swiftly followed by Lake Street Drive and the Hypotheticals. Was that like a band name or is that the name of the song? Oh, that's the name of the song. Yeah. Okay, nice. Lake Street Drive Hypotheticals is the full name of the song, right? 
Lake Street Dive is the band and Hypotheticals is the song. Nice. And yeah. let's talk about how we can follow you as well after this because that's important okay. too. Sure. All right. Let's give these a, let's give these a well. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah. But smooth sailing No tidal waves No hurricanes Miles of blue And the summer days You take your words I'll take mine Together we Can turn back time Offer your hands Offer my heart Smooth sailing From King and queen of chaos, ain't it true? One minute fire, the next minute blue. Maybe we just need a decade or two so I can be me. And you can be you. tooth and nail we've got a smooth way to sail easy to come harder to go but we're better off alone you take your words i'll take mine together we Thank you.
But I got a plan of attack And I guess that someday soon I know it I got a plan A and I got a plan B And if it's absolutely necessary We'll go to plan C Whatever I got to do To be with you I have been jams, and, of course, the best DJs on the block. BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. All right, that was good stuff. So we just had um, Chaos, uh, remote version, and um, before that, let me go back one here, Lake Street Dive. Oh, there you go. Get a little snippet of it. Lake Street Dive, not Drive. Uh, hypotheticals with Elisa Sun and Connor Gaylett. And um, hopefully I'm saying his right, set name right. Uh, also subscribe mm-hmm. to Elisa Sun on YouTube and you'll get yes. to see all these wondrous videos as well. Really mm-hmm. good stuff. And the production of these, Elisa, is outstanding. Thank you. Good I know stuff. it's been a while since I've done one of those. But you don't miss them that much. Just I don't. Well, do life stuff. It's nice to just play live shows yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. But you did a, I mean, like, so this was your music room Monday thing that you did, right? Do you think you'll bring yeah. that back at some point? Uh, maybe. I think, um, I think it's harder now that, that things are open, you know, I think before when we weren't going out as much, like people were less busy. Yeah. <laughs> like now, if I was trying to get people to do this, I think they'd just be like, I'm too busy, you know, yeah. or, but maybe not, maybe not. Maybe I'll bring it back. 
<laughs> but you've got this lovely apartment as well. Like, I mean, I, yeah. when you do your Instagram videos, you, you're sometimes, I think it's even in that chair, right? And you've got the cat next to you and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Lovely setting, lovely natural light coming in. Yeah. So it's a great you've got the setting. Spot. Yes. Yeah. And is, you play the keys as well? You're a key player? You know, I do, but not just very basic keys, nothing too crazy. I just, um, I mean, that was technically my first instrument because I took lessons as a kid, but I don't really play all that often. Um, one of the songs on the album, I wrote on the keys though, but usually it's just like, you know, chords, Yeah. Nothing, you know, I don't, I can't do like crazy stuff, yeah, but yeah. 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 And how does one follow Elisa's son? So it would be the best ways are you know, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Bandcamp, Instagram, TikTok, all the Facebook, uh, Apple Music. <laughs> it's all the same. Uh, but just make sure you spell my name right. It's just kind of a weird spelling. So it's E-L-L-I-S-A and then S-U-N. Nice. Um, yeah, that's where cool. you can find me. All right. Get on in. Hopefully Patreon soon as well. Hopefully. You know, who knows? Yes. Who knows? Yes. No, there's, uh, I mean, the Instagrams and TikToks of this world are great ways to experience Lisa's uh, content. So yeah. Check it out. Uh, we are going to play your last two Desert Island songs. How hard was it to choose these songs, Lisa? Do you enjoy putting these songs together? It's it like hard. A, yeah. It's hard. To, it's very hard because, and then I start thinking about it too much because I'm like, <laughs> Desert Island what am I really going to want? You know, cause it's like, you can think about, you know, your favorite songs, but then if you really think about it, you're like, if I really have to for the in, for rest of my life, yeah, you know? Um, but yeah, I think it, I don't know. Like, I think I kind of just went with my first instinct with these. Yeah. Um, what are the last two? Oh, the last, the last yeah, two Beyonce. Beyonce and Roberta Saar. Yes. Well, yes. That Roberta Saw song is always going to be one of my favorites, I think. Um, I perform it a lot with my band and it's just like, I've always had a very deep love for bossa nova and samba and Brazilian music. And I speak Spanish, but I don't, I sing in Portuguese and like some, not a ton, but some songs. I know like five, four or five songs. Um, So there's just something about it that just... I just connect with it and it feels, it makes me feel very happy to perform it and play it and learn it. It's also a very good challenge to learn bossa nova and that those chords, like jazz chords are very hard. Yeah. Um, so it's a good, it's a good challenge. You, I mean, do a, you do an amazing job of like singing these Brazilian songs and bossa nova songs. I've seen you do it a couple of times and you, oh, you cover them so well. And um, have you, have you crept that into any of your, music like the bossa nova style well you know a little one of the songs on the album has a little bit of that feel yes um but i i maybe in the next album i'll I'll lean into that a little bit more because i do love it so much and you said you 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 can sing in spanish and portuguese obviously right because of the brazilian vibe vibe yes Mm -hmm. and so you speak fluent portuguese and then pieces of Spanish or how does it it's work? It's more the opposite. So I speak oh. not fluent. I used to be fluent in Spanish, but uh, I think I haven't had any reason to really keep it up. So it's yeah. it's kind of um, tricky to, but it's still up there in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still and there. then, Skills yeah, still just, there. just a little bit of Portuguese. Um, 
I went you to can Brazil. sing like a badass in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that you can speak it fluently after seeing some of your videos. Thanks. Yeah, it's such a good way to learn a language, honestly, I think, too, is just nice. listening. You have to just like internalizing it in your ears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. All right. And did you get to see Beyonce and her recent um, yes. silver tour? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I saw her on tour. She played in Nashville. Like, it was only a few months ago. Um, and I had never seen her before. Oh, wow. So it was just, it was just like a bucket list thing I just had to see. And it was just unreal. Like it's just the detail and the the production of it all was just so perfect and so well done and so nice. beautifully executed. And her performance is just flawless. Um, it's just like watching a, a, a God. You're just yeah. like, that's not a person. Am I really here? that yeah. kind of situation right yeah. it's crazy isn't it when you go to see a band that you want to see for ages or a solo artist and yeah it's like hard to believe this, you're there <laughs> it's hard yeah I mean yeah and then just it's just not even it, it's just unbelievable so and then this song I think is my favorite one on this album because it has a jazzier vibe um like nice. the chord progression is very cool um and the uh oh when she performed this at the show oh my god the outfit she was wearing <laughs> yeah it was she came out in this completely like she was in a giant shell like a mermaid wow. so there's this huge shell and then she was wearing this like sparkly like kind of nude so it was like she was nude but then she had like i think she had like oh it was like a a sparkly suit with like hand print like we're kind of covering the suit mm -hmm. and it was just this beautiful image of her, like as this like beautiful mermaid lady. It was wow. just so, so cool. <laughs> Did you get to dress up in silver as well? I, I didn't, but the, some the of the costumes, vibe. some of the costumes people were wearing were incredible. It was very, the people watching was really fun. Nice. Yeah. I bet. Cool. And then you got the Roberta, um, saw one as well, right? See. Cicatrices, am I saying that right? Yes, cicatrices. Yeah, it, it's like uh, it means um, scars. So it's like I think like a heartbreak more kind of song, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. a very happy song though. It's it's very beautiful. I'm so curious by this song title as well. Plastic off the sofa. Such an interesting yeah. Song title. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's give these a spin. Plastic off the sofa by Beyonce from Renaissance and cicatrices by Roberta Sarr from Brasero. I think that says. Thank you, Lisa. Boy, I know you can't help but to be yourself around me, yourself around me now. And I know nobody's perfect, so I'll let you be, I'll let you be. It's the way you weigh your emotions on both of Too hard on 
cooler than you. <laughs> Boy, I love that you can't help but be yourself around me. Yourself around me. Chicago. When you're tripping, I know I make up and make love, so I let you be. I let you be. It's the way you listen. Forest Gas Station Engineer, and you're listening to BFF.FM. Oh, the cable's fucked up.
lovely jubbly. So you just heard um, Beyonce plastic off the sofa. It sounds like a sort of statement that she's making for to her yeah. kids. And then uh, C. Trizes and uh, Roberta Saar. Beautiful. Thank you, Lisa. Very, yeah. very enjoyable um, playlist. In terms of survival, how would you do on a on a deserted island surviving on your own, do you think? You know, I think part of me wants to say I would be dead within a few days. But part of me wants to say that I am, I am scrappy. I am tough if I want to be. So if I really had to do it, it depends on also like what kinds of resources were on this island. Like if it, if it was really possible for me to make weapons or build things to find food, I would just have to do that and make some, make some spears, get, get some fish. There's Uh, some hope there that you would survive and figure it out. There's some hope. As long as you had those songs with you. You know. As long as I had the songs to motivate me through it, yes, yes. And what possession, if any, would you love to have with you to keep keep yourself sane? Do you think? Uh this is these are common questions that get asked during these shows. Well, I mean, probably my guitar. Yeah, that would be was, yeah. my number one, if not food. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Just, once uh, was going to bring a tray to Joe's, and I let them bring it. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, just yeah. plonk would... it down. That was a lot more than one possession, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, gave him a pass. Yes, I second that. I love trade. <laughs> I love Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, there's a, this might be a silly question. Sorry if it is, but is there a Trader Joe's in Nashville? Do they yeah. exist. They do. Cool. Yep. I wonder yep. how far reaching they were. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Same. Right. Same snacks. Best and snacks. You... <laughs> it's, it's true. Every time you go, it's like, oh my god, I can't leave. And then they always put them in the aisle when you're like checking out yeah and just like grabbing more shit like yes <laughs> they do it on purpose <laughs> they know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> well let's tee up this last um last uh tune we also should mention that you've got a couple of upcoming shows so you've got um, yeah show on the oh. November the 11th yeah so I actually have a show that I, I'm really trying to promote more which is with um a Bay Area artist Leon Leon Rosen Oh, nice. Leah Rose or Leon Rose? Leon. Leon. Okay. Do you know him? I know. No, I'm not familiar with him. Yeah, he is. a. I believe it's Leon Rosen is how I say it. Um, but he is playing coming to Nashville on a tour. And we are playing at the City Winery Lounge, which is a beautiful space. Nice. So that's on November 19th in Nashville. Lovely yeah. stuff. And then you've got a couple more shows in um, coming up as well. You've got November the 12th, the Cobra, Mm -hmm. and then also Winery. Very nice. More at the Mm -hmm. lounge Mm -hmm. on the 19th. Good stuff. Yeah. And that'll be a good show with, with, yeah, a Bay Area artist, Leon Leon Rosen. Rosen. Yes. And a couple of other Nashville artists. Well, we have got one more uh, original song to play, which um, I think you mentioned had been released already, right? Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Yeah. This This is the first single that is on the album and it came out, it came out on August 18th and yeah, it's called Once Upon a Time. It's a, it's a beautiful song. I love it. And you released the way you're doing the kind of, you're doing like a drip feed leading up to the, the big crescendo of the album release. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of taking my time with it. (laughs) Yeah. And you're planning more live shows and things like in the meantime, you're going to be doing more. 
Yeah. Yeah. I want to definitely plan more. I'd love to do a little mini tour and especially in the winter um, and get out of Nashville, maybe go further south and maybe get maybe in in to Florida even maybe. Um, But I haven't booked any shows yet other than February 3rd is my release show. Oh, wow. Oh, you've already locked it in. So I have locked that in. That's so, good. That's a good thing yes. to aim for then, right? Yes. Nice. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Elisa, yeah. for, oh, uh, thank for joining you me so again. Much. I hope it won't be 171 shows till the next time because uh, there's always so lots too. to talk about with, with you and uh, just all this lovely music that you're bringing out to the world. So uh, keep in touch. Good luck with the new album and finalizing it and getting it all pressed onto vinyl. Have you got the album art figured out? Is that still TBD? I do have that figured out. Yes. Yes. I'm waiting on the final, the final draft, but it's, it's, it's coming soon. Cool. Keep following Elisa on online and you'll see all this stuff coming out Mm -hmm. soon enough. And then let's tee up this last song. What's this, uh, once upon a time, your your single first single from the album that was released in August. Mm-hmm. Lovely stuff. Thank you, Lisa. Thank I'm you. Give this a spin now. Here we go. Good. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy hangover sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Squad.
cast on me. on my shoulders Someday soon I'll be over you Upon a time